Oh, hey guys. It's another episode of Mindset You. It's episode 77. You got Punchline J here. You got Robo Rantis next to me. And King Mo. I still I do not like the fact that he enjoys that <laughs> condescending nickname so much. That he, yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate it. No, I'm not. You know what? You're not King Mo anymore. <laughs> fucking Moody Mo. Fuck that. Anyway. Today's podcast is all about this podcast and our journey of uh, how we got here and how we're letting this ship sail. Since you like to use the ocean thing so much. Uh, don't forget to find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google. Not Google. I mean, you could look us up on Google. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. You're right. There yeah. is such thing as Google Podcasts. And um, don't forget to visit VitaProject.com. And um, yeah. That's all I got. So have fun. Listen. What are we trying to do? What is what is this journey that we're trying to do with this? All right. So, for example, let's let's go back to like where this comes from. This comes from Moses and I building Vida Project with the goal of helping people become empowered, helping people learn how to take control of their lives. And what we found was mindset is the baseline of all of that. And then we wanted to make a podcast to reach other people, to be known, to be seen for what we do. And then we brought Jay in because we're not funny. We're not Yeah, they were really fucking boring. Yeah, we would just talk a lot I love them so much, but God... We talk for too long. Talk about wanting to be anywhere else but the present. Talks to these two for a fucking half an hour. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I can see Rancis. You can get lost a little bit sometimes. No, it's it's just the... It's not talking to you guys. It's when you guys start talking about mindset stuff that you guys get so inside baseball about it sometimes mm-hmm. that like the ordinary person is like... Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to like be really, really into it. So I think that's the issue. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with you on that a hundred percent. I think you, yeah, because your perspective and approach to life is, is first of all, you, ha- the, your parents are very kind of direct yeah, and they believe that you work hard, yeah. shit happens and that's just the way it is. So you've. You've grown up with that mindset. Yeah. So for you, when we talk about the intricacies and the nuances of... Like, yeah. yeah, about those things, you're just like, ah, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would say that the average person actually goes through all these other things that you don't necessarily experience. Well, it's not that I don't experience them. It's just I don't feel the need to talk about them. So no, I think you're, you're 100% correct on that. I just know from a podcast standpoint... Mm-hmm. That sometimes it can go a little long. Yeah, it went long. You want to know something? We actually looked at the analytics today, and yes. the one that we did an hour for. Yeah. No, no, they, I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean. They've been the, watching the, it. I don't mean the actual length hmm. of it. I just mean when you guys get into like your whole bag about certain topics, that it can go long, like far into the ocean. Yes. 
Yes. It's you're sailing in the ocean and you guys don't know which direction you're going. It's just to boredom. You're going to the direction of boredom. <laughs> but that that's 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 but a it's factor, also, right? It, but it's also my you know Yeah, your 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 entertainment uned, yeah, based my uneducated opinion <laughs> essentially. But that's interesting because like it all depends on on who who is landing. Yeah. Right? When you know, we've done talks where we're like, we're gonna help you figure this part about your life out. And when we're talking about that, people who are struggling with that are super engaged yeah. with that conversation, that talk. Nerds. Right. <laughs> so like for example, if we start getting inside baseball with physical capacity and training and so on and so forth, you're gonna be interested with that if it applies to your performance. True. That's inside base. So it's, it's how much does it relate to your current life yeah. at the moment? And I think what happens with the podcast is that we're trying to relate to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So we make the concept very broad. broad. And it doesn't really relate to anyone. So and that's, like, that's what just brought something to my mind is like we, we should really consider looking at what's actually happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And how people may be perceiving it. God damn! I have to start watching the news again. Yeah, man. Fuck. Like that's, but that's what you're good at. Like, I got out of that game. Yeah, no, but that's what I you're. I straight up have not watched the news since I left a year ago. Well, like maybe we just you know see what's trending, and yeah. then see what people are actually talking you know about. What, like though? for example, the Barbie movie. This yeah. is pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Why does everybody like the fucking Barbie yeah. movie? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. And did you see? It. Did you? I didn't see it either. Yeah. But did you see that there was there are two big movies: Oppenheimer and then Barbie. Barbie. Mm-hmm. And then there was a map. Yeah. So and it's the Republican states, all of Barbie, Barbie, and then all the Democratic states, Oppenheimer. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? What does that say? Yeah, right? <laughs> what that's does that say? But yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I watched Ninja Turtles the other day, and that shit was awesome. Um, it just hit every. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna steer off topic because I want to. Uh, <laughs> I think I think um, I think it actually is gonna go back to Barbie. I think people love nostalgia, mm. and there's something about Barbie that when they first go into it, it's like, oh, that reminds me of my childhood. Now, when they go walk out of that movie, they realize that Barbie's it's it, from what I hear, and I guess what you hear a lot of people say is like it has a lot of progressive feminist views on, mm. on, on, on women in society and stuff like that, which is really fucking cool, I think. And it's also really good for little girls to see and stuff like that, that, you know, Barbie's the main character. She she realizes what death is and stuff like that. So, like, from what I hear, it's it's cool in that aspect. Um, but then you hear it from the other side where they're like, hmm, they're, they're just putting on their feminist views for, for young women and stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> it's fucking Barbie. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's, here's what I think. Like it, it, you is what you said. Yeah. It's like you throw out a piece that everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I know what that is. Yeah. I want to check it out." And then you bring it in, and then it goes into a deep concept that you're like, "Oh, wow, I never thought about it that way." Once you get into that concept, but there's something that you have to relate to at the beginning. Yeah, you know. And I think I think that's the truth for movies like Barbie. There's a lot of concepts there, but the storytelling is what makes it amazing because like you get involved with the character you see yourself in that person but that's the part about seeing yourself and i think like what makes some of our podcasts much better than others is because we get honest you know we start talking about our journey our struggles and we break it apart with each other and we're able to share the process on how we put it back together like the one that's coming out uh this week 
about how we resolve our conflict. Yeah. You know, I think that's interesting because it's real, you know. But the whole idea with that is like, and this is the inside baseball part, that Moses and I have spent hours and hours discussing those things. Like we see them, then we go, we map it out, we draw on a whiteboard, we figure out all the details on how this works, whatever, so we can replicate it. And that's what we find fascinating. Mm-hmm. So then we come out with our whiteboard and we're like, hey, guys, look at this process. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but we're like, no, it's going to solve all your problems. Believe me. It's, it always reminds me when you guys started doing that. It reminds me of um, the Charlie, you know, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny, the little one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That You ever see the meme of him with all the, the line graphs and stuff yeah. like that? I'm like, that reminds me of you guys so much when you guys start getting into base, <laughs> when you guys start doing that, where I'm like, it makes sense, but like Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Why did anyone spend so much brain power? <laughs> well, I think I think that that is a lot of the reasons why people have problems. Though it's that yeah. they, they don't go. I mean, there is a such thing as going too far deep into the thinking, mm-hmm. and we're definitely guilty of this. Yeah. Uh, but I think that in. You have to sometimes go into those extremes to change your life. Oh, totally. There's no, there's no way that you, like, if you think about your process so far and how much you've changed. Yeah. Like, not wanting to beat small children who make a lot of noise. Yeah. It's, big, <laughs> so like, it's a big change for me. Your process of, of changing. You, you went through many different things, right? Yeah. You went through extremes. Yeah. <laughs> You went through extremes and you had to touch that end to then kind of modulate yourself. That's the word that Rance is like to use. Modulate yourself to this to this new center. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people aren't willing to do that. They stay in this comfort zone and that's what happens. So then when people hear us talk in these like super extremes, they're like, they're lost and they don't even want to go into that space because it challenges their current world and their current perspective. And, and the, it's easier to be like, I don't understand mm-hmm. than try to understand it. No, that's fair. And I talk a lot of shit because half the time I actually learn a lot from you guys. And it's just fun to just poke fun at you guys and be like, yeah, you guys talk too much. <laughs> but then half the time I'm like, oh, if I just stick around and listen to this two and a half hour fucking thing, they come up with a solution. Look at that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think I think it's it, there there's a part there where because there's a dynamic that I notice, right? Like specifically with you. With with Moses and I, we have a different dynamic of like we know what we're working towards achieving and yours is more like i know what i'm working to try to destroy (laughs) so there's that different dynamic and what happens is like when when we get able to pull you in enough with your like that's stupid whatever and then we're able to kind of argue with you of like all those points that you're like fuck that makes sense i don't want it to make sense fucking makes sense now, now you were brought into the story, and now we're, that's where it applies. Yeah. And I think we're really good at that, you know. Oh, but in a podcast setting, yeah. we're not talking to the audience. We're not yeah. getting those points of reality and yeah. being able to poke at them. Yeah. And then that's, that's where it kind of falls apart. So, yeah, guys, I'm the audience. Think about it that way. <laughs> I'm the audience. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Do you listen to any other type of mindset 
kind of podcast oh, God, now, no. right? No. no. God, no. I'd rather, I'd rather do anything else <laughs> than listen to somebody else yeah. tell me how to fucking think. I think Jay's guys. the complete opposite demographic <laughs> of who we're trying to reach. Yeah. Uh, and opposite of who we're trying to reach? Well, who are we trying to reach? Let's talk about that. I don't Maybe people that are interested in mindset. But Maybe. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say so because like someone that's interested in mindset is like that's person that's a person that's doing the same thing that we're doing that's doing a bunch of research and, and learning about the, the thing. Not everybody does research though. Well, that's true. Um what I was gonna say though, it's like I think it's is a person that has challenges and like is looking for a solution and we're like, hey, mindset is the solution. Yeah. You know? So it's like because we're not we're not Huberman level, right? That's the podcast you listen to when you're trying to learn about like specific like neuroscience of the uh, the eye anatomy and so on and so forth. And we listen to that and we're like, <sighs> yeah, I'd rather do anything. Else. I actually kind of stopped a little bit. Yeah, too. yeah. It, it just started getting too far. Like three hour podcast is too much. <laughs> it takes it takes uh, even listening at four speed. It takes commitment of yeah. time. Um, but what I'm saying with that is like we're not that far into it no. of like talking to like peers that are or or not even peers but people that are already surfing the wave of it. I feel like we're we're more at the entry level of like, hey, these are the solutions. These this brings you to to the point of like, oh, now you can start to run on this path to figure out what shit is going on in your life mm -hmm. and figure out how to take control of it. Yeah. Are we trying to rebrand the podcast now? Oh, shit. Why? Are, no, he's asking, are we, is this the process that's is happening? Is this right the process now? that's actually happening? Because <laughs> we don't know the demographic. Yeah. We don't know. And if we're not going to specifically do mindset like in that educational yeah. format and we're going more entertainment wise, like, does that title make sense? Does that brand make sense though? I mean, to me, is, what does it call it? it um, infotainment Infotainment Yeah like It's informative But it's entertainment too There's like That's that's the, the so we, we want to be like The, the mindset version Of like Bill Nye The science guy Yeah I'm uh, with that Okay I like Bill Nye Yeah makes me happy I mean I was going to Throw another title out there It just popped in my head Get where you there Rancis doesn't want to hear it. I don't. <laughs> Say it. He's so mad. No, I, no, I definitely want to hear it. <laughs> Say it. Mind yourself. Mind yourself? Yeah. That What do you want to call the podcast? Yeah, mind yourself. Mind. It's almost the same, but it's like, think about you. It's all about you changing you. Mind yourself. I, I'm just what to stare at Rancis until he says something. No, it's just like, well, this is like... We've already rebranded like four times. Have we? Yeah. No. It was Dreamer's Journey. Now it's Mindset You. Project Podcast. Yeah, that channel doesn't exist anymore. We That's used my channel. That's uh, still the, technically. The, the content is still on YouTube, part of the Mindset You. Yeah. On the other sources now. Mm. You know what, though? This, this whole idea of like, what are, what are we doing? It's like, you know, I like, I like I'm mindset. In, I feel you. like I'm in a long, yeah, I like mindset. You too. I feel like we're in a relationship right now. We're like, so like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I do. So I do, what are we? You never responded back. I know you tapped it with the heart thing, but I think rebranding the, 
the the logo yeah. to be more graffiti like yeah. with a brain mm-hmm. and like it I'm having like that. a little gif thing yeah. that would definitely be cool because I feel like the brand right now yeah. is too it looks very educational very corporate kind of thing and that's just like not our style right now yeah. like mm-hmm. we haven't been yeah. very direct or informationally I think you guys have been informational yeah you know? But our, our better episodes have been more of the entertainment side. Yeah. I don't think it's more entertainment side. I just think it's more personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wouldn't call that entertainment. That's still informative. It's just that we, it's just, I think we're able to flow a little bit better when we're telling our stories and, and relating it to whatever topic we're doing. Well, our, our personal stories is more entertainment than it is educational. Well, when we do the social media posts, yes. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of people like, do you care at all when you're on that podcast? <laughs> and I was like, I swear to God, I actually say some things <laughs> that make sense. Because <laughs> they only see the, the social media posts. They post. only see the social media posts. They're like, you don't talk cry. about mindset at all. I'm like, I mean, I talk about how I view things. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> but, but that's... I think that it's a little bit of both because... Yeah. All right, so we're, we're, we talk about our story. Right, a story that we're going to, an experience that we were going through or went through, right? And then the idea behind that is like this is the mindset component on how we either can approach that, will approach that, or did approach that. Mm -hmm. And this is how you make this into an empowering story. Like I think that's in simplified version, that's the thing. We go off the 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 rails a little bit, but we bring it back to, to that because it's always about like the mindset, but I think the, the the personal stories is like, oh, this is what what makes it like relatable. This is like, yeah. oh, similar situation type of thing. I also, I think when it comes to me to the infotainment aspect of it, I need it to be a personal thing rather than somebody just telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, who the fuck is this person telling me that I should do this? Who, the f- you know, they don't know my fucking life. But when I hear somebody talk about like their actual struggle or just their story, it's like, oh, this is how they use it. They're not full of shit, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing. So yeah. I always learn more from you guys when it's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Personally, you know, I know everybody else is different and stuff like that. But coming from somebody who fucking can care less about mindset stuff, at least in my, and in, in in my consuming it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I relate most to to people when I learn about how they use it in their lives. Yeah, I agree. Can we talk about that? Like how we got to to mindset? Because I think that it connects to what you said is like consuming it. There's no interest in it on your own, yeah. right? So why do we? Get an interest in it. How we did we arrive there? Fucking nerds. Fucking How did nerds. we? I think it was just trying to figure out this entire fucking business and what exactly it is. And at least it was my personal story of yeah. like coming from an academic world to then transition into entrepreneurship, which is very fucking different. Mm-hmm. So. But I also think Vita Project always had like a mindset to it. It was always, you guys are always very mindset heavy of being conscious of like why you do this, why you do this. This is how we do things here mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so I, I, it wasn't like when you guys decided to like make the pivot, it wasn't like, a, like oh, like this is the direction that they're going. I was like, oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, where am I going to work out now? 
<laughs> so to me, this, I, I'll share from from my journey of it. Is like I started as a personal trainer, and with personal training, it was like, how do I get someone to get results? It's like force them to do the work, and I was like, I'm controlling everything about them. Okay, so how do I get someone to get the results, but also be part of their results and learn more about the physiology about it? Okay, that's great, but still, they're unable to take this on their own. So what is the component that is required for someone to live this, to be this? It's like just shifting their mind entirely, behavioral change, and went into that deeply. And then from there, it was like, oh, how do you call all of this mindset? Oh, that's what we do, mindset shifting. So when we are able to get someone to change their entire life, that is because of a mindset shift, is the root cause of all changes. And that's how, like, to me, that's, that's the way that the journey came to be. And I know, like, you guys came in different times of that. But to me, it's, like, it's pretty, like, linear in that sense. I can see that. I can, I can totally see that. Um, yeah, and I think it finally clicked for me. Like, when Mo says for me, it takes extremes. So, like, after, like, fucking putting off getting my gallbladder removed for so long... And being on fucking death's door. <laughs> and I was finally like, oh, I get what they mean now. <laughs> I really had to fucking take this seriously. And I really had to, you know, really push myself to to change my life. Mm-hmm. And you guys are responsible for that. I mean, it took me to almost die to do it. But like, and I was like, oh, maybe I should start listening. Mm-hmm. And that's really what got me to to do it kind yeah. of thing. And I was like, oh, I, I guess I have to drink the fucking Vita Project Kool-Aid and uh, jump in. Well, I think the the Vita Project Kool-Aid comes from, and and this is why it looks like Kool-Aid, is because, and Francis, you've experienced this from the team that we had, is if you rewind and go to that little kind of spiel that you you just gave on why your experience, it was always about us trying to download these concepts into other people. But I think what really gravitates to the audience is when we actually talk about how we use those concepts personally. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we necessarily explore those types of things unless naturally we start arguing with each other. We, and I think that's what makes it like the infotainment Mm -hmm. is when we start speaking about how, you know, how, Jay almost lost his gallbladder. I mean, uh, almost died because of his gallbladder or how, I mean, you have a bunch of crazy ass stories. Like when you had meningitis and you almost died, Mm -hmm. like, I don't think a lot of people hear that story. How did the fuck did you get through that one? I don't even think I heard that story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like yeah. your, your your team fell apart, right? And your business fell apart during that time. And I was a client of mm-hmm. yours at that time. Right? How I slept on the floor of Vita Project for a year. Yeah. Like, those are the things I think really transfer the concepts of mindset. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's where where the the magic is for us. Yeah. Cause uh, and again, like that's a great perspective because it, it highlights how we viewed those experiences. We viewed those experiences as learning opportunities in which we dissected, came up with some concepts, then tested those concepts on clients and saw results. Like, 
we think about renewed mindset, right? How did that come to be? I have all the recordings of you, me, and Sasha talking about talking it. about it. Sometimes I listen to them and I'm like, "That's hilarious that we're saying these things. We're we're not even so sh- sure, but it's like it's just a feeling. It's like no, but this has to be here because it's going to trigger something, and it had it did results. Then after after we created it, we understand the reason why, and we're so excited to share with everyone. Here are the reasons why this works. No one cares <laughs> until they're part of it, until they're experiencing, it. and then they're like, "Oh wow." There's something special here. So I think, like, yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Like, all of it makes sense. It also makes sense why we're so we're so excited to talk about the boring stuff. Yeah. Because it's like, this boring stuff is what created those results. But I also think it's because we don't, like, I, I don't see myself as special. Like, mm-hmm. my stories aren't special. So I don't necessarily want to share them. I think you're special. I'm, I know you think I'm special. <laughs> Right. I don't think I don't think people realize like the the longest relationship of my life has been Jay and how that has transformed and how just even his perspective as a child. Right. In, when it comes to to relationships or sex had deep impacts yeah. on the way that I viewed things in my life. Sorry, can't hear Moses exes. <laughs> So, like, I think those stories are way more influential, mm-hmm. and I think they they drive the concepts of mindset home. Yeah. And I think if we focus on on those, we... Are you saying I'm part dad of Vita Project 2 now? Man, I'm a dad of a podcast and the dad of your whole fucking business? What? <laughs> <laughs> He's fuming right now. I'm not. He's not at all. <laughs> no, Francis doesn't, oh, okay. Francis doesn't care. I mean, if you really want to talk about who changed the businesses, <laughs> I got Jay. I got Rancis to to shift that perspective. There was one conversation that we had where he was like, no, I don't, I don't do anything. I just hold the mirror up and, and people change. And yeah. I try. Like, I don't want to force people. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, it's you, bro. Like, that's what you do. That's why people can't explain what Vita Project is, is because you talk and you make sense somehow mm-hmm. and you make someone want to change. Like, and I think Vita Project's a ship. <laughs> 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 I think we're going on a cruise. I don't know. If you if you look at the first time the Rancis opened Vita Project, which is in, a, in that small room, and they did it, I did the Man of Steel program, and they took a video of me where I explained like what was most impactful for me, and it wasn't a training program. Like I didn't talk about the program. If you go watch that video, mm-hmm. I talked about the culture. Hmm. This has been leading me to my question. Do you guys feel like in an alternate universe, you guys would be amazing cult leaders? (laughs) Cult leaders? Well, we've been called that before. (laughs) You know, that that's that's a that's a a serious conversation in which we've had multiple times. About starting one? No. (laughs) Well, technically, businesses, good businesses, are cults. Like, if you have a great brand. You're technically, that's what people use the word brand. Both scares me sometimes. <laughs> but it's all the same shit. 
It's a bunch of gray. It, it's not black it, and white. It's it's what <laughs> what it's associated with because cult leader is culture leader. What it's you know what, what it stands originally for. stands for, mm-hmm. but it has become its own definition of what a cult is, and we know that it's something that's people are being almost br- mentally brainwashed and manipulated, yeah. and that's what cult is. Which, how I got here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's been that's been an awareness of of us from the very beginning of like when we create a program it's like we're not no 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 we're and that's why that conversation that Moses was talking about that mirror that's why that was so hard for me to cross over because it's like no if I'm if I'm taking responsibility for these results now that means I'm I'm the one influencing what people are choosing and so on and so forth that's hard that that's like you're saying that I'm a cult leader if if that's the concept yeah and it was like understanding the line of that of like what is it that we're getting people to understand it and it's like we always talk about this is to understand yourself okay so the intention is not like what i want when i'm coaching someone the intention is not what i think is the right solution for you the intention needs to be extremely precise in terms of what is it that you want to achieve we have to understand that first we can't do anything Whatever you think is the right direction, that's where I'm going to be your coach. I'm going to be driving you into that direction. If you adjust during the process, say, oh, I don't think this is the right direction anymore. That's my job to keep you aware of all the possibilities and coach you through that process. So that aware that awareness that we've talked about is like we're able to influence people. That's a big responsibility. We don't take it lightly. So what are we influencing them to? So that's part of like kind of that mission statement for, for Be The Project and Core Values. Do no harm. You didn't answer my question. That was all beautiful. And I In alternate that. universe, we would be cult leaders? Be good cult leaders. I think you guys would be pretty good <laughs> Well, I mean, leaders. if you think about any business, right, a cult leader has a negative connotation to it. So I mean it the w- negative way. Okay. Like, like alternate universe... <laughs> Dark, Meaning dark that our intentions would be to cause harm. Dark timeline. Not necessarily cause harm, maybe, but I'm just, I just, dark timeline. But that's what, well, when let's when you define it, because uh, a cult leader from the perspective that you're talking about is a narcissistic person that is controlling a community of people for his advantage. So, like, if Mo gave in to his dark Republican urges... <laughs> So uh, you have to understand that we've had this conversation, too, about how dangerous it is to to know the things that we know, yeah. because we can easily manipulate people. Yeah. And who's, that's scary. Wait, wait, time out. Who's being the diplomats now? What do you mean? Who's being the diplomats? Who's being the diplomats? How, are we, you guys being, how are we being diplomats? Very presidential answers. I just want you to fucking dig in, like we'd be amazing. <laughs> but that's kind of what we're, we're leading to. Like, okay, so you're saying very that you powerful would be, skill sets of influencing yeah. people. So you're saying you'd be good. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's all I'd I wanted. Be, that's all but, I wanted. But that would be meaning that I have negative intentions. I think I'd, I'm a, I think I'm a great leader yeah, no, because I'm I talking, have great intentions right timeline. now. So I'm, you said if I had a, a darker version of myself. Yeah, like, of course. So a different like a different universe yeah, kind of thing. I would fucking rule the world. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So Get I'm the brain out. that's pinky. <laughs> Opposite. Damn. He called you pinky, bro. <laughs> he would be taller in the other universe. I'd be the short... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I just got like a mental picture of that in my head. It's very funny. <laughs> um, there's something you said there that I want to call it. You said you have great intentions. What makes the intentions great? What makes my intentions great? Yeah. That I'm not trying to control people. Like, I, I don't necessarily influence to gain benefit on, of myself. Yeah. I, I influence to to help them achieve whatever they desire, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in the, the job that I have right now, my job is to influence so that the business moves in a positive direction, which means more revenue, lower costs, right? Patient satisfaction, all of these different things that are positive. That's the vision and the intention of the business. So I think it's when you have your own stealth intentions, like a cult leader is very stealthy, yeah. right? They say these like things to convince you that we're doing good or like this is what we're trying to achieve. But in reality, this person is really just trying to achieve something for themselves, gain power, gain money, gain access, whatever it is. Integrity. Yeah, it's integrity, yeah. And integrity in the sense of integrating, right? So, like, we were talking about this podcast. is like, what is our story and how have we lived a life in terms to put this into practice, these mindset components? That's the integrity here. It's like, we live this life for real. We don't talk about these concepts that's like, oh, yeah, if you did this and did that, whatever, and we've never done it. It's like, this is the way we live our life. I think that's a huge part of it because it's honest, it's authentic, it's true. Mm-hmm. We've figured out, learned how to do it with others, by teaching others, by doing it ourselves, and by practicing over and over by impacting others. What would tolerance say? <laughs> you know, that's interesting. So I, hold my, I just went in that moment, I went through a whole concept. Because <laughs> it's like, I wonder how much my height has made me learn confidence because I, I have thought about this before where like confident let's say a confident tall attractive person right you don't have to develop a lot of these skills he doesn't have to be funny oh come on let's let's not be so nice um <laughs> I don't, yeah i don't have to be he funny he doesn't have to be funny i don't have to be funny no i'm tall yeah good look i can dance yeah i'm fucking smart you see that butt I on him <laughs> So, dude, man, I got a lot of attractive qualities. Before, I didn't think that. So, but after Vita Project, (laughs) but like, no, honestly, like, (laughs) if if you're you're you have you know all the boxes are checked off, like, wouldn't life be easier for you? Oh, I would never tell a joke, and you wouldn't have to like, for example, like that, learn to be funny or whatever, because people are like, oh, I pick you, I pick you, right? There has to be, a, there has to be a, a price to pay. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm physically attractive. I'm not tall. I'm short as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that using my physical attractiveness when I was younger, like I didn't have to learn how to pick up girls or anything like that. I literally, when I was younger, like I mean, like middle school type of thing. Yeah, I was like, you've been with this one since you were like 14. So was it you're, when you're eight? <laughs> No, my friends and I would go to the carnival and we would do yeah. things like, you know, how many numbers we can get and yeah. all this stuff, stuff like that. Literally, I have no game. I just looked at a girl for a little bit, licked my lips. You didn't speak either, so yeah. that makes so much sense. <laughs> licked my lips and you're like, oh my God, hi, what's your name? And I was like, Ch-ch-ch-ch. like, 
I had to figure out how to speak later on in life, yeah. being a coach. <laughs> so there has to be there has to be a price. I mean, so you overcame being a mute. Yeah. And then also being a midget. <laughs> it's offensive. You have two vertically challenged friends over here, and here you are. Well, you look taller than Jay. I mean, you look taller than Rances. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't know how. Are I'm five we? eight. I just oh. got. I just got my physical on Tuesday. How tall are you, Rances? Five, I'm five seven. Five eight and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Not that it matters. But <laughs> not, I'm not comparing here. Get um, short or short, it doesn't matter. I'm not, if I'm not over fucking six what, foot, what does it matter? Well, your average height. Yeah. Yeah, maybe look slightly lower yeah. than average. But once I once you guys made me like fix my posture, I was like, oh shit, I got like an extra inch here. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I got a friend like that. He's five ten, but you think he's like short, and then yeah. when he stands up straight, you're like, whoa, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the shortest one from like my family. Like my sister is five six. She's tall for for, yeah. for six and a half. I think she's almost my height. Then my my Father's five nine, my brother's five eight, my other brother's six feet, and I'm five seven. I'm like, come on, man! I needed the height. <laughs> I like basketball. <laughs> uh, I think I think your son's gonna become tall. He looks tall already, <laughs> but he's not. He's tiny. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's eleven years old. He's like a deer. He looks like a little. <laughs> <laughs> but like now, you know how how you can tell they're gonna grow. This is what I've learned is the length of their arms and legs. Mm. Yeah, but that match, doesn't baby. that doesn't really work because I got some long ass arms. Yeah, yeah, I got a short. But when you see a little kid with really yeah. long arms and legs, and like big feet, are they ever gonna grow into it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. When I was, like whenever I was coach basketball and I see like a little sixth yeah. grader come up and I'm like, you're gonna be tall. Yeah, but I let's mean, start teaching you, you how to play ball. At, you can look at Hector and be like, oh, you you should be like six five because of his fucking arms. Well, yeah, Hector's pretty tall. Yeah, Hector, he's close to six feet. Yeah. I have a theory that Hector is supposed to be taller because mm-hmm. again, torso is huge, yeah. arms are huge. Yeah, it's only his legs. Yeah. So to me, uh, he must have had damage to his growth plates. Yeah, in his legs, because it, it looks funny. His body proportions look funny. You hear that, Hector? <laughs> you look funny. I've been saying that to him. He's calling <laughs> <I> me. <know. laughs> also, guys, I, I just need to get this out for Hector. Look at Hector's ears. <laughs> What's wrong with his ears? You'll notice one's higher than the other, and he's very insecure about it. Bring it up at all costs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, should we wrap this up? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. So, what did we learn today? We got to make podcast? a better cop podcast. No, I think, <laughs> I think I think this is it's. I think it's well. Yeah, the goal is to always make a better podcast, but that, I don't think that's what we learned today. I think we kind of. Sat back and like from a third, from like you know that third person perspective of like what this podcast is, and I think we were honest about it, and I think that's that's always the goal, you know, to be honest about you know what we're doing and what we want to achieve from it, and I think we learned some things if I can remember them. I I can't right now, but <laughs> I think I think this podcast was about us exploring the journey of this podcast, what it's become, how it's become, and us not. Trying to be like, this is where it needs to go. Yeah. This is the experiences that have been teaching us, and these experiences inform us, and we keep adjusting and adjusting. You know what? When you make you, you've been getting more concise and concise with your fucking stories, and it makes me fall in love with you all <coughs> over again. 
Alright guys, that was another episode of Mindset You. Episode I don't remember, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh I'm Jason. 77. Episode 77. Jay, aka Punchline J. We got Robo Rancis. We got King Mo, aka Moody Mo, aka my baby daddy. Uh <laughs> see you guys later. Peace.